from 99.9 The Fan. This is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. Nick Saban is leaving college football, at least as a coach. There's a little uh, little ding-dong, the witch is dead moment for a lot of of people in college football right now. Oh, we can be free. We represent a lollipop. No? Uh, I was waiting for you to keep going. We represent. I can't even do it. I used to do a pretty good lollipop guild impression. I don't know what happened. That was my first time trying it probably since puberty, so uh, voice dropped a little bit. Um, Nick Saban is gone. There is a vacancy at the top. What does that do for the ACC? We're not sure yet, but it's going to do something. It's going to do something. It's going to do something big. It could either be a massive positive for the ACC or a huge loss for the ACC. I'll explain why, but first, let me ask you a question. Everybody be ready. You can answer it in your head. You don't have to tell anybody. Just tell me if you get it right. Do you know what's the hardest job in sports? Replacing Nick Saban at Alabama, right? Some of you probably said, like, hitting the curveball. Some of you probably probably said, uh, you know, coaching middle school basketball. Uh, replacing Nick Saban at Alabama. Replacing a legend. It is so impossible. So impossible. But also... Unlike, I would say, even like Shire replacing Coach K, which obviously Coach K and Saban are going to kind of forever be linked in in uh, lore. Uh, there was there was that adjustment period where they had the coach in waiting thing labeled. Like Coach K very much put his his arm around Shire and brought him to the front. Whoever this next coach is, and it's Norvell or it's this guy, it's it's uh, Dabo or it's that guy. Whoever it ends up being. They're not going to have that, right? They're going to come from somewhere else, and they're going to be the coach of Alabama. And that is a near impossible task. Let's hear from uh, one of Nick Saban's quarterbacks, right? Somebody that's been on the inner circle. Greg McElroy is now an analyst for ESPN. He was asked what uh, the next Alabama coach needs to have. Whoever steps into his shoes needs to be remarkably comfortable in his own skin because you're following a legend and you're going to have to probably uh, at least give off the impression that you're doing it the way it's been done for the last 17 years in great success. But that's not really, I don't think that's a winning recipe. I think whoever comes in has to be that their own person. And while there are parts of the program that will certainly carry over, I mean, just the resources that they have at their disposal, uh, the recruiting staff, Uh, everyone else. I mean, yes, there will be people that will still be there and and that thing's ready made to roll for for a really long time because the alignment in Tuscaloosa is second to none. There will be a lot of people that will be clamoring for the job, but whoever gets it doesn't need to try to be Nick Saban. They need to be themselves uh, and they need to do it the way they know how to do it. Um, If you try to become a Nick Saban clone, you will fail because that is just, he's one of one. I don't care how you do it. It's more simple for me. I believe the Alabama fan base and thus the Alabama boosters who control a lot of what happens in Alabama uh, will require 11 and a half wins per year on average. They'll allow for uh, being in the 12-team expanded college football playoff three out of every four years, right? Because they were basically in the college football playoff with four, two out of every three years. So you get you make it uh, easier to get into, at, you know, about three out of four. And you better win a title one every three years. That's what Saban did. One out of every three years, you have to win a national championship. 
If you don't do that, we'll try to find someone who can. And that, by the way, everything I just described is darn near impossible. The reason why those are the standards is because that's basically what Nick Saban was doing, and he's going to go down as the greatest one of, right? Bear Bryant or, uh, you know, going all the way back to one of the old Notre Dame coaches from the 40s or something. Like, one of the true Mount Rushmore guys. It's darn near impossible to be that successful. And you know what that means? Really good for everyone else in college football and really good for for the ACC, the Big Ten. Because, you know, think think of every uh, conference as a wide receiver core, right? We've done a lot of talking about wide receiver cores this year, particularly in the NFL. Uh, The Panthers have a really bad wide receiver core, right? I think that's fair to say. But if you gave them a true number one, it's suddenly like Adam Thielen's actually an asset, right? Adam Thielen is a weak number one wide receiver, but if you threw uh, Jamar Chase on the Panthers, Adam Thielen's a pretty good number two, right? And then and then you're looking around going like, actually, you know, DJ Chark's not as frustrating with an occasional drop as a number three wide receiver. Jonathan Mingo, he's a second-round pick. He's a rookie. You can let him develop as a fourth wide receiver. But you bump them all up one spot, it's it's not as good. So think of the the SEC like a wide receiving core. Alabama for the last 15 years has been the obvious number one. He's been Devontae Adams. He's been Tyreek Hill. He's been CeeDee Lamb. That makes Georgia the best number two wide receiver in the country, right? That makes LSU a wildly successful number three wide receiver. But less so as a number two, right? If Alabama falls off, which is a possibility. As we said earlier, if you are old enough to remember Alabama pre-Saban, it wasn't always gumdrops and rainbows. It wasn't always success. The Alabama faithful required success. The coaches just couldn't provide success. If they go back to that, suddenly the the SEC has everyone bump up a spot in, in the wide receiver rankings. That's interesting to me. If Alabama takes a step back, every other conference, then the SEC wins. Now, here's the the way that it could also be bad for the ACC. What if they they pull you down with them, right? What if Alabama takes Dabo Sweeney? Now, the same thing I just said about the SEC Mm -hmm. could be said about the ACC, going Clemson has always been the number one wide receiver, and if you take away Dabo, do they become a number six, and who's ready? Everything I just said applies to the ACC. What if they take Norvell from Florida State, who I did see 13 minutes ago was tweeting about a recruit to Florida State, like, hey, we got another one to commit. So maybe that was his way of saying I'm sticking around. (laughs) Who knows? Uh, that doesn't mean anything. Not not nearly as definitive as what Dan Lanning said for for Oregon, where he's like, "I'm not leaving." Uh, but if they take Norvell, Florida State, right? Same thing. That takes away one of your big dogs if they can't find a coach to match that success. So it is either a really really good thing for everyone other than the SEC if Nick Saban leaving makes Alabama mortal, or. It's a bad thing for the ACC if in Alabama losing Saban, they end up grabbing your one of your better coaches, one of your more accomplished coaches, one of your better program leaders, and and kind of, you know, old school, right? Before we had uh, cell phones in our pockets when you could push someone in a pool to be funny. 
And what the, what always happened, right? If you were smart, you didn't try to stop yourself from falling in the in the pool. You just grabbed their arm and dragged them in with you. Everyone that's under the age of like 25 right now, it used to be a joke. You could just push someone in a pool without ruining the, you know, $1,000 computer that they have in their pocket. Now you can't do that. Now if you push someone in the pool, you're a jerk. Although, pro tip, pro tip, hmm. ask to borrow their phone. Hey, you have your phone for a second? Let me see it. As soon as they pass it to you, then it's fair game. Then it's like 1994 again, right? Then they don't have a cell phone in their pocket. Not even a pager. Nothing. Pro tip there. Your heart. It's the only one you have. Fortunately, you also have a choice. Expert cardiologists. Talented surgeons. Highly skilled specialists. All of whom chose WakeMed. Why? The main reason is the same reason patients choose WakeMed. Everything you need for the best possible care is right here. Learn more at WakeMed.org. WakeMed Heart and Vascular Physicians. Your heart, your choice. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Eight NFL teams now need a head coach. Every time there's a new new team added to the carousel, I just like to, to spot check again. Uh, where do the Panthers sit in the uh, desirability rankings there, Dennis? Tenth. Yep, there you go. Dead last. Uh, it's in full effect, and the Panthers are going to have to wait their turn. And I'm talking about a Disney World on the 4th of July style waiting in line. Unless they do something. Have you, have you done the Disney World thing? I haven't been to Disney since I was five. Okay. Uh, well, my parents live in Orlando, so we do it occasionally. That's fair. Uh, there, There's... I feel like as as a kid when we went, it was just you got in line, you waited, you got on the ride. Now there's like you get in line unless you have the Mickey Super Pass or the the Fast Pass or you have the Express Ride line or there's just a million different little express lanes and it's like have you paid the toll Easy Pass up here? Uh, the Panthers can do that, right? They can pay to move to the front of the line, but you're gonna have to pay a lot more. Right? You're going to have to pay the tax of how poorly you've run your franchise over the last five years. Yeah, sure. I'll choose you over the Falcons. But guess what? You're going to have to pay me $5 million a year extra. Right? Yeah, sure. Uh, uh, you know, I'll, t- I'll choose you over the Titans, but it's not going to be cheap for you. You're going to have to pay for the fast pass. Here are the openings. Um, and you know what? Just for fun, uh, when I say the opening, I will give you their first draft pick in this upcoming draft. Okay? That's just an experiment here. Sure. Commanders, second pick. Okay. Patriots, third overall pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chargers, fifth overall pick. Okay. Titans, seventh overall pick. Raiders, eighth overall pick. Okay. Sorry. Falcons, eighth overall pick. I should know that. The Falcons have had the eighth overall pick the last three years consecutively. Uh, Falcons, eighth overall pick. Raiders, 13th overall pick. Seahawks, 16th pick. 
and Panthers' 33rd pick. Oh. That's not good. No, right? it's not. And if you're a new coach taking over, what do we always hear? They want to get some of their guys. They want to, they want to choose their guys. They want people that fit their system. So having a first-round draft pick, having a top draft pick to a new coach is very, very desirable. Panthers can't offer that. So what happens? Price goes up, right? I'll go to a team with the second overall pick for $8 million a year. I'll go to a team with the 33rd overall pick for $15 million a year. I'll go to a team with the fifth overall pick for 8.5, right? It's it's it, 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 There's going to be a tax involved. Tepper's got the cash. Maybe he wants to pay it. Maybe he doesn't. You could also try to play a little wily veteranship, a little gamesmanship, which would be we're offering you our head coaching job. Here's our offer. You, this offer, you know, self-destructs in, in 12 hours. Figure it out. Right, you can do that because then maybe they'll be so worried that they wouldn't get chosen for the other uh, head coaching opportunities that they'll take the bird in the hand over the the seven other birds in the bush. But this is a strategic game that the Panthers are playing here. They are not that like uh, one of my favorite movies. I don't know why I like it so much. Is the first Fast and the Furious? So we're going to use a first Fast and the. Actually, no, I lied. This is from the second Fast and the Furious. Oh, okay. Which too is fast, embarrassing. Too which, okay. which is a much hit, worse movie. Hit me with it. Uh, there's a scene where uh, Paul Walker and Tyrese have their cars, and they are racing two of the bad guys. Right, and uh, they recognize before the race that their cars are not as fast as the bad guys' cars. So they have a little meeting beforehand where they're like, we're not going to beat them straight up. What's our plan here? And uh, they, they use some, I don't know, uh, car jargon, right? They're like, all I know is got to flip the radiator to the nine step and then uh, fire the gas on the way back. And it's uh, the whole thing. And, and, of course, they win. But they get by with wily gamesmanship, right? They get by because they're better drivers rather than having the best car. The Panthers right now do not have the best car. Right, they can't just toss the keys to somebody and say, "How awesome would it be to drive this Carolina Panthers? You're going to go win." They have to get by with wily gamesmanship and being better drivers, which means being better negotiators. Apply pressure on agents at the right time. Take that pressure back at the right time. Right, uh, up the money at the right time. We, we, I mean, we've all been in a negotiation. We, we usually. Most of us, and if you have, then, hey, maybe we should be friends because I like rich friends. Most of us have not been in million, million-dollar negotiations, right? But we've been in a negotiation. You bought something off Facebook Marketplace, right, where the, their first post is 50 bucks. You go, would you take 30? And they respond in two seconds. Sure. Like, darn, I should have offered 15. What was, what was I thinking here, right? I'm nowhere close to the bottom. What was I doing? The Panthers can't get there. They got to be the ones that are getting the most out of what they wanted. They're looking around going, all right, anyone with logic is going to take the Patriots situation over ours. If the Patriots and us want the same guy, how do we get them to commit to us? We have the uphill challenge here because we have the worst pick. We have the worst players. We have the worst team in the NFL this past year. And we have a reputation of having an owner that is absolutely impatient. How do we overcome that? Well, let's offer them now and, and put a time limit on it. 
and maybe he'll get nervous that the Patriots won't offer the job, so he'll take it. Or, I'll make him an offer he can't refuse. Just go full godfather with it and put an extra zero on on the offer and say, how does that taste? Let's just slide the comma over a little bit. Yeah, just just fold the, the you know the little post-it note, <laughs> slide it across the table, and and then watch his eyes get big. That's the, and those are the, those are the two ways I see it happening. You have to be prepared to do that, right? Cold-blooded uh, negotiator, tough stuff. Cold-blooded negotiator, tough stuff. That's the detailed analysis. That's the very special negotiating jargon that you only pick up as an expert in the business. Put it on a shirt. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.